Hey guys, welcome to Podcast 2, and this is the voice of Jesse Chris. Now, you guys have no idea how long I've been posting things, but it dates back to as far as 56k modems. As much as I want to say I'm going to stick to a schedule, I know I'm not going to commit to it. But if you still want one, it would probably be like Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, late at night, maybe. That's as accurate as it could possibly get. But I have an explanation for that though. I thought that this would be a fun time to go through my history of posting on social media. Because before, with every platform, I would apologize for not posting in a while, mainly because posting became so much work. And because making posts for certain social media became more than just a post. But here in a podcast, since editing audio is my forte, it comes so easy that I'm sure I won't do it here. So let's go down my social media history timeline to see how we finally got to this point. The first step on our journey is... AOL Instant Messenger, also known as America Online Instant Messenger, but most called it AIM. And it was a time of slow internet and having to wait till your sister got off the phone. But man, for me, it was all about what I posted on my profile page. Don't get me wrong, I would chat so hard on AIM that it was ridiculous, but I would try to post things on my profile to get reactions at school the next day. Somewhat my icebreaker. Whether it be the name of a song I enjoy or my crush's favorite song at the time, because, you know attention. And I can't believe the screen names that I chose with, or back then we would call them SNs, cause you know, abbreviate. But uh, my screen names were AmazingJC7F8, yep, I was a narcissist. The Great Lubu, because Lubu was the most powerful character in a video game I was playing at the time called Dynasty Warriors. But all in all, people know me for my last screen name which was WWJCDF8. In fact, at the end of these podcasts, I always say peace and love, and that was actually born on AOL Instant Messenger. And at the time, I thought it was a good idea to abbreviate it and put it in my profile as PNL, just the letters. But every time I would leave the room, all my friends would just start yelling, PENAL! So I decided to revert back to peace and love. During the same time, we had Yahoo! The Yahoo search engine actually came first, and to be fair, we were using this and Ask Jeeves way before Google even became a thing. There were even commercials on TV about using Yahoo. Google it. During that same time, people would use email, and email was more of an adult way to communicate. It was mainly a thing to use for schoolwork and professional conversations. Nowadays, people make Facebook groups for work, and I still can't get used to connecting my personal social media to anything job or school related. Now, with the internet came different types of websites where you can start connecting with your friends, and the first one I stumbled upon was Friendster. Now, Friendster taught you patience because there would be forever loading pages, and before there was just commenting on timelines, Friendster had the great idea of having testimonials. Which, in other words, is your group of friends describing you like they were at your funeral or a Yelp review. There were so many Filipinos on this also. I, I'm, I'm curious if that's just me. Then came Zanga. The first blog spot I had. I grew up in Orange County with a predominantly white surrounding, and I thought I was a gangster. It was probably most convincing considering I was the only brown kid with spiked hair, earrings, and a silver chain. Somewhat felt like a role I was trying to play in a movie. And everyone believed it because they didn't know any different. I lived in middle class suburbia and I am so embarrassed by every Zanga post I've ever typed. A site popped up called Findapix came and died very quickly. I don't even know why I have this on here, but I think it's worth a mention because I feel it was the first iteration of present day Tinder where people would literally link up based off of pictures people posted. And at the time, we had to take pictures with Polaroids or disposable cameras, then scan them later on. Unless you were fancy enough to purchase a digital camera. 
Oh man, MySpace. Now this was a huge part of my life and brought me a lot of popularity surely because I was one of the first people to sign up on the site and I felt like I had a really good picture of myself on it to be fair. Keep in mind no one at the time took social media seriously yet so I was one of the few that was super hyped about it. I still remember a girl named Kimberly Ta was the one that told me about it so thanks Kim. Because of you I was on everyone's top 8 next to Tila Tequila for months gaining me so many friends and making me pretty popular. Then after you were able to adjust your top eight it actually became a thing as to what you would order your friends at on your top eight i actually got into an argument with my sister because she was number six on my top eight but i had to explain to her since jc chaze from nsync put me on his top eight i wanted to protect our identity and uh yeah yeah the real jc chaze did that i don't know why but yes he did now we have youtube and I think you've heard of them. As a dancer, this was a glorious time, especially before copyright laws. This was the main squeeze for getting your dancing out there. This was introduced to me by my buddy Robin and man, did it change our lives. I remember us fangirling on our 3000 view videos and it became addicting to create more. Now it's just crazy to see people that stuck with it and blew up because of it. Bookface, just kidding, Facebook. I'm pretty sure you've heard of that. I remember the second I got a university email, I was so excited because I could finally make a Facebook, which was a requirement at the time. And it was crazy because I feel like I grew up with Facebook. It started morphing to all my needs. Like the first need was checking out girls' profiles and discovering whether or not they were single. And it did have to work for me. Like, oh, she likes this? Nah, it would never work. Oh, she has a boyfriend? Nah, it would never work. Oh, she has a kid? No comment. Two years ago, I made a Pokemon Go group that I never thought would change my life. I basically became a president of what seemed to be an army of 2,000 Pokemon Go people. Diffusing arguments and arranging events was my gig. That's when I realized social media has gone really far. While these last couple platforms were being created, there was always Tumblr. Tumblr became my second biggest blogging spot that I still write in to this day. But since it's pretty dormant, I mainly use it as a journal spot for basically when I'm at my lowest. Every post always starts with, sorry I haven't written in a while, like it's my long lost pen pal. And it's pretty much a magical place to me because I get to speak my thoughts. Then this really tiny thing came about, it was called Instagram. Nobody ever heard of it. It was just this, I'm lying, it's the biggest thing ever. Instagram became my face. It still is to this day. Then Vine came for a little short stint and pretty much Instagram came back with the vengeance. Now it's where you can literally keep tabs on someone live update hour by hour, second by second. And it's scary to some, instant attention and gratification to others. How do you use Instagram? Then we have Snapchat. The thing about Snapchat is that we hit a generation where it started to go backwards in mentality. The kids that grew up a decade into the 2000s grew up into a world where everything can be recorded and stored forever. So it's no surprise that a social media platform that vanishes after 24 hours became all the craze. This is an amazing app simply because it keeps everyone present in their lives and it brings value back to memories. So with all that being said, you can see my consistency has always faltered with all of these media outlets until I discovered podcasts, which is very simple and takes the right amount of energy for me not to view it as a task. 
to express my voice. The voice of Jesse Chris. That's all, folks. I hope you enjoyed this digital journey, and I hope you tune in regularly. Episode 4 of my podcast will be just me answering questions from Instagram, so please follow me on Instagram to contribute. I love social interactions, and I would like my listening audience to be a part of the action. See you in the next podcast. Visit jessechris.com to view all my platforms, and don't be afraid to DM me. Peace and love.